G'day ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Unfiltered Show, the day where I have no gym or no work, so why not spend the day rambling about stuff and shit. Uh, let's start off with some funky shit, man. Gunna Wanna is now in jail on Rico charges, all the best to him, but again, we're going to play a track by Black Mass, some groovy funky shit. I'll call this type of music sunglasses indoors type music it's the type of music where you could rock your sunglasses indoors without being judged and you'll just look like a motherfucking groovy cunt let's get down with it mate come on kick that shit Nine times out of ten, niggas know I was gonna win. Nine times out of ten, I was gonna get a win. Nine times out of ten, I'm gonna come and give a ring. Nine times out of ten, I'm probably still again. Watch you do the dance, keep it heavy, then it's extended with a hit. Had a hand in the lane, I can never be a prick. Don't you never say I still was chasing honey since a kid, making money like a bitch. Make a couple bricks, keep a tall bitch. Nella to the cross, beating out of walls. Ain't dirty money, but I keep it clean like ice dog. Camera, but I would have settled for a night long. Never mind me. I don't hit it all, it's a doggy dog world Staying on my paws, spread this cash around, I ain't hit a ball hawk Sliding in the Eurus, he's the color basketball Pull up in that lounge, show me a car rock Order me some lounge, y'all, since I'm calling mark See they coming next month, I want that ah-ha Fuck this bitch from black, but she yelling ah-ha G'day guys, welcome back to the show That was a take on 9 times out of 10 by Gunner Remixed by Black Mass from YouTube Absolutely phenomenal As I said, it's sunglasses indoors type of music Just just wear sunglasses indoors and listen to that song If you got your earphones in, you might look like a bit of a cockbag But if you don't, you will be all good But anyways What's been going on with me for this? Oh, yeah, I just got tickets to Kendrick Lamar's concert for Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers taking place on the 4th of December. Absolutely tremendous. I fucking love it. It's going to be my third concert seeing Kendrick Lamar, and I love it. I still remember the last time I went to a Kendrick Lamar concert. This was for damn... Love last. It was for damn. This was back in 2017. I was wearing a damn. This was when off-white belts were the shit. I still wear my off-white belt, but I wear it at work now. R.I.P. to Virgil Abloh. But I remember we went there. The seats weren't exactly that close up, but the what matters most about concerts is being in the atmosphere of the same artist, being in the same room as the artist and celebrating their music. So regardless, we were rocking out. We were going crazy for that concert. And I still remember the there was people behind us, behind our It was me, my sister, my niece, and my best mate. And I remember me and my niece in particular Because my sister and my best mate, they were just rocking out as usual. But me and my niece are crazy fans of Kendrick Lamar. As in, we know all the lyrics to just about every song by Kendrick. Every little niche song. Every song that nobody really knows about. We know all the words to all that stuff. So, when we were... When we were at the concert, we were rocking rocking out to his songs like crazy. We were pretty much acting like we were the legendary and iconic Kendrick Lamar and I remember the row behind us were like oh forget about they they tapped 
uh, one of my sister, they tapped my sister on the shoulder and they were like, oh, I don't even want to watch Kendrick Lamar perform. I'd rather watch you two perform. And she was being suggestive towards me and my niece. But I was too in the zone. I was like, man, was it really that necessary to tap? I'm in a cosmic womb of fun. Don't distract me when I'm having my fucking fun, man. But besides that, um, yeah, we rock out hard. So I can't wait until we get to this one. Plus, we're going to be closer up to Kendrick for this concert. And we're going with more people. It's going to be me, my cousin, my sister, my two nephews, and my niece. So it's just going to be a family of fun, cosmic energy, and it's going to be nuts. Plus, I've already familiarized myself with uh, Kendrick Lamar's latest album and his lyrics. I mean, some of my favorite lyrics to this date. Bitch, I'm attractive. Can't fuck with you no more. I'm fasting. Ugh. Bitch, I'm attractive. Can't fuck with you no more. I'm fasting. Ugh. That's the kind of pretentiousness I felt when I was fasting back in 2017. And as a matter of fact, just because of that song, I've started to implement my fasting regimen now in current times. Because I remember I've got I've already got abs, but when I was in my fasting phase, oh my goodness, I looked like a damn anime character. I looked like damn Charlotte Katakuri, one of the strongest villains in One Piece. I had his abs, man. Absolutely crazy. And that's what I've implemented back into my life when I um, when I fast. Bitch, I'm attractive. Can't fuck with you no more. Oh, what else is there? I love when you count me out. I love when you count me out. Fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it, fuck it up. Love that song. Because I love it when you count me out. I love my haters. I like, I prefer people to hate on me more than I do love me. Oh, maybe not. I'd hate to be hated to that extent. But still, I love when you count me out. Like the fire needs the air. I won't burn unless you're there my haters and um i can't please everybody uh, uh, i can't please everybody uh, uh. um yeah that's true i can't please everybody man it's the damn truth we we can't help others unless we help ourselves and that's one truth that i've become akin to uh Ever since I moved to Canberra, everybody's asking me to go here. Everybody's asking me to go there. Everybody's asking me to do this profession, do that profession, do this with your life, do that with your life. How about if I do what's best for me? And even if you don't like it, you can suck my dick. Unless you are a male or um, a child, anything that that is not acceptable to suck my penis. But, um, yeah, it's true. I can't please everybody, man. Neither can you. You can't please everybody. You might do things for yourself that's going to hurt other people. But at the same time, you can't help anybody else unless you help yourself. Sometimes sometimes you might have to miss out on going out with your mates because you got to work on yourself. Sometimes you can't be tending to something that your partner wants you to do because there's some things that you got to do yourself. You get what I mean? You can't please everybody. Um, 
push these bitches on me like hmm push these bitches on me like hmm pushing this but hmm pushing the snakes and pushing the fakes and pushing it all on me like hmm that is head up chest out i'm silent i'm stressed out be quiet i'm stre- i feel like saying that all the time whenever the missus yells at me for not cleaning something be quiet I'm stressed out. Stressed out. Stressed out. Stressed. <laughs> oh, and uh, on that song, Savior. Are you happy for me? Really? Are you happy for me? Smile in my face, but are you happy for me? You can always... T- it's. There's always going to be certain people out there that no matter what good happens to you, if you win a million bucks, if you advance in your occupation... They're always going to show some degree of hatred within the back of their mind when you're telling them these things. Because a lot of people aren't, there's going to be a lot of people out there that aren't genuinely happy for you. I mean, say if I get Australia's podcast of the year, there's always, if you say, oh yeah, I got Australia's podcast of the year, and they'll be like, oh, good on you, good on you. But you can see in the back of their eyes that probably when they go home to their spouse, I'll go home to their family. They're going to hate on you. So next time I tell somebody that and I see a little bit of hatred in their soul, if I advance in life at all, I'm just going to go straight up to their face and say, are you happy for me? Really? Are you happy for me? Smile in my face, but are you happy for me? <laughs> but yeah, don't be one of those people, man. When, when you, when you, uh, when somebody tells you that there's something go- good going on in their life, but you have a degree of envy, enviness, scratch all of that out of your soul, man. Because us here, the listeners of Kendrick Lamar and the listeners of my podcast, we are not haters. We are lovers. We want to kiss everybody on the forehead. That's how we greet everyone. I'm only fucking around, but anyways, <laughs> what else can we talk about here? Hmm. Okay, let's get into some Australian news. So right now I'm on dailymail.co.uk and okay, so the first title is this. Scott Morrison breaks down in tears while addressing the crowd at Hillsong style megachurch and speaks about his call from Jesus before sharing his final message as prime minister. I will triumph in the in the Lord. Well, okay. Key point 1, Scott Morrison struggled to maintain composure while addressing his church. Key point two, he lost the federal election on Saturday. Oh, shit. We got a new prime minister. I had no idea. Because I don't give a fuck about Australian politics. My mentality was always it never really it never really mattered to me who's the president or who's the prime minister. Birds are going to keep singing. Cats are going to keep meowing. Dogs are going to keep barking. And I'm going to keep getting my money and I'm going to keep... Doing what I'm passionate about. It never really mattered to me who the fucking prime minister and shit was. Because at the end of the day, man, yeah, I'm more focused on myself than our damn prime minister or president. But outgoing prime minister Scott Morrison breaks down in tears as he reads Bible passages to churchgoers in Sydney following his landmark election loss. Damn, Scott Morrison. He, in terms of historical times 2020 
was probably one of the most significant years in history, not only for Australia, but the whole world in terms of COVID-19, but in more particular, Australia was because of the bushfires. I think the first time I ever even heard about Scott Morrison was from the bushfires and how our prime minister was in Hawaii while the bushfires were happening. And a lot of people were saying, ah, he's a fucking cockbag and shit like this. But you know what? I never really cared. I mean, I, I it, it's, it saddens me that people lost their homes and a lot of people lost their lives to the bushfires. But I feel like Scott, Min, Scott Morrison became a president in some of the most hostile times. I mean, prime minister in some of the most hostile times in Australian history. I mean, think about it. He he came into uh, being a prime minister in 2018, and then two years later, the bushfires happened. Kind of, you kind of put it in a tough spot there, and then not uh, not long after COVID 19 happens, you're put in some of the most stressful situations that an Australian could ever be in imagine handling an entire nation and all of this shit is happening to your country and a lot of people te- a lot of people tend to have let's say uh, um, this hostile nature towards our prime minister because of the actions he took but I'd, I'd never know how to handle those situations imagine if fucking imagine if I if I was prime minister and I had to find a way to deal with these bushfires. I'd be like, all right, everybody, get water guns. We're going to destroy this fire with water guns, water pistols. Get any water pistol you have, and let's just shoot. We'll. I have no idea how the fuck I'd handle that shit. But, yeah, you. It, there's a lot more to a job than just being a prime minister. You have to pretty... You're responsible for the well-being of every individual of that country every single person how many people are in australia like 25 mil what's the pop what's what is australia's what is australia's population okay 25 million people you got 25 million people living on this damn island you got covid-19 striking it you got uh, bushfires striking your countries as well. Bushfires so bad that the smoke bloody goes over to d- other countries. Fuck, I don't know how I'd handle that situation. Plus COVID-19, shit. Those are the type of things that will make you lose your hair. But he was there throughout all of it. And I'm not saying he's a good prime minister. I'm not saying he's a bad prime minister. I'm just saying, I don't know what the fuck I would do. If I was the prime minister and all that shit was in my country, damn. But shit, god damn, I can't handle this shit right here. Um, what else is there in the news? But yeah, we got a new prime minister, Anthony Albanese. I'd like to learn more. That's one thing that I actually want to get into is Australian politics because I probably know more about American politics than I do Australian politics. And I do definitely need to learn about it. Because maybe if I put my mind towards politics, maybe I will be able to be a prime minister. Look, imagine that. Phil Anthony Ramirez Abaharon, prime minister of Australia. Everybody is entitled to a nap at 12 midday. Nap time. Um, okay, let's look at another news article. 
Australia's new leader, Anthony Albanese, steps out with his girlfriend, Jody and dog Toto, to enjoy a coffee with friends after a big night celebrating his victory. Ah, oh, that's cool. Yeah, Anthony Albanese enjoyed walk with partner and pet dog following election win. Incoming Prime Minister was crowded by supporters outside Marrickville Cafe. He sat with Cavoodle. He sat with Cavoodle on his lap while he drank coffee and chatted with friends. Fuck, man. I went to a cafe the other day and there was a dog. There was a it, it, it was the size of a Cavoodle, but it would not shut up. I swear. And the girl was like, eh, he's never usually like this. Well, do you think you could rationalize with a dog and tell a dog to be quiet? No. Dogs don't understand human language. If you, if you tell a dog, oh, shh, it's not going to go, oh, okay, I'm, yeah, all right, I'll take your word seriously and I'll be quiet, okay? Mm, I'm, I'll be quiet now. No, it's just not going to shut up. Just leave the cafe. It's best if you just leave because you're disturbing everybody else's peace. That's at the cafe. Goodness. I'm hoping that damn cavoodle, Anthony Albanese's cavoodle, wasn't that type of dog. But anyways, Anthony Albanese stepped out with his partner and pet cavoodle for a brisk walk to celebrate his election victory. Hey, man, he this motherfucker, this cuz is showing out. He is showing out. He is just out and about, look, look at me, cunt, I'm your new fucking Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, Anthony Albanese, here I am, mate, Merrickville Cafe with my cavoodle. Fuck yeah. I don't know, I don't really, who is this bloke? And there's a very, like, optimistic Asian lady, in... oh, is that his girlfriend? His girlfriend's a little bit of a cootie, cutie, ew, I said cootie, <laughs> oh no, that's not his girlfriend. But she looks like a very optimistic supporter of Anthony Albanese. Now, he came in at the right time. Luckily, he didn't have to go through fucking COVID and the bushfires like how Scott Morrison did. Of course, you're going to look like the damn number one candidate. I'd look like the number one candidate next to Scott Morrison. Shit. Phil Anthony Ramirez have a hat on with their neck tattoos. Wins and he's now Prime Minister. And he... Supports napping at 12. Um, okay. Several residents held banners of Mr. Albanese as they hovered around the cafe. There's children holding damn Anthony Albanese fucking cardboard cutouts. It's like, what the hell? What do these kids even know about politics? They're just holding it because their parents told them to hold it. They don't know about politics. Shit, what is it? What is Anthony Albanese going to do for you? Or you... What you should be caring about is cartoons and cereal. I ain't felt this good since. Yeah, man. I don't know. I want to learn about Anthony Albanese. Who is Anthony Albanese? Okay, let's let's go let's Google that. Why don't we Google that? So people that aren't as privy to Australian politics as me can find out who Anthony Albanese is with me. Okay, I'll I'll just Google this. Who is Anthony Albanese? And I'll go to the top, uh, the top one, the top videos. Anthony Albanese. Anthony Norbert Albanese is an Australian politician and the current Prime Minister designate of Australia. Um, the win. Okay, I got a sip my tea. 
from prime from public housing to prime minister who is labor leader anthony albanese okay perfect article he came from public housing the prime minister look at this guy rags to riches chinchilla court gold rings hey a private jet in it fucking hell that's good man i hope you're not lying about that shit because i, I know people that came from struggle and if you weaponize your struggle in order to make yourself look like a humble individual, I will slap you in the face. Maybe not. That won't really happen. But, okay. Anthony Albanese has been in the federal parliament for more than 26 years. Known as Albo. What the fuck? That is the shittest nickname. His nickname is Albo. His, name, his nickname is a body part. J-Rock has a song, poke your elbows out and swing like this, poke your elbows out and swing, Albo, that is a terrible nickname, you need something cool, Anthony Albanese, why not Alba, oh wait, Jessica Alba, they're going to think you think of you as the hottest woman in 2003, but okay, so known as Albo, he's often described Labor one of his three great faiths, he becomes the 31st person to serve as Australia's Prime Minister. Okay, let's read. The son of a single mother. Okay, I can relate to that, Albanese. Shout out to Albanese. Born into a life in public housing, Anthony Albanese has achieved a long-held ambition of becoming Prime Minister. He replaces Liberal Scott Morrison and becomes the 31st person to hold the nation's top job. A career politician, Mr. Albanese arrived in Canberra as John Howard rose to power in 1996 he'd studied in economics at university but always seemed destined for a career in politics ah so you were an economic student i came out of the womb with three great faiths as if you came out of the womb with fucking faiths already you crazy malaka head i say okay so he said i came out of the womb with three great faiths the labor party the Catholic Church, and the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Oh, look at him. Eh, you fucking... Look at this guy. He's there. Okay, he, he carefully curated that quote. He's like, okay, so I'm, I came here with my... my Straight away, yes, I'm of the Labour Party. As a baby, kicking his feet and everything. I had Labour Party, the Catholic Church, so I'm a faithful man. And, oh, the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Yeah, I'm with the commoners. I'm with the common people. Fucking chinchilla court, diamond rings, private jet. <laughs> but, um, Mr. Albanese said during the election. Yeah. Okay, that doesn't really say much about you at all. Because I can tell that he... He thought about that quote. That was no freestyle. You wrote those lyrics down. Okay. Best known as Elbow, still terrible nickname, the Labour leader has spent the bulk of his political career at the front line of ALP politics, though most has been spent in opposition. Mr. Albanese's 26 years in politics have included just six in government, during which he held the infrastructure portfolio. Okay, my throat's hurting again. I need another sip of tea. But his shift into prime, into the Prime Minister's office won't be completely new for Mr. Albanese, who briefly served as the acting PM in 2013, having become Kevin Rudd's deputy 
when he returned to power. Deputy. I don't even know these terms. I shot the sheriff. But I did not shoot the deputy. Okay, it doesn't really say much about him. The 59-year-old has a son and is divorced. Oh, shit. He had one of those difficult... He had... um. Uh, Imagine if he had one of those relationships like We Cry Together from Kendrick Lamar's latest album. I should have sucked a bigger dick. And Anthony Albanese, a.k.a. The Elbow, was freestyle rapping back. Okay, so that goes to show that he had a divorce. I wonder what his ex-wife is like because I wonder what the fuck he would say about Elbow. The fucking Elbow. The people's Elbow. He'll probably have a lot of dirty insight and dirty laundry to air out about the elbow. He's just, you know, he's very manipulative. He uses reverse psychology and he's the reason why R. Kelly doesn't realize he's abusive. But I don't know. He has he was joined on the campaign trail by his partner Jody Hayden who he met in 2019, the same year he became. But what, what what's he going to do for Australia? That's all I want to know now. I don't give a fuck if he's a fan of the Rabbitohs or he's of the Catholic Church. You'd, that's so carefully curated, that quote. You thought about that shit. Okay, what lyric should I write? Okay. So, Secrets of Anthony Albanese, Inside the Personal Life of Australia's Newest Prime Minister Who Went From Living in Housing Commission with His Mum To Taking Out the Nation's Top Job Albanese brought the Labour Party to victory for the first time in nine years Oh my gosh, who gives a fuck? Does it, does it really matter if, he, if it took nine years? Like, what are you going to proposition? It's not about your trials and adversities. It's it's more about what you're going to do for Australia. The 59-year-old is the fourth Labour leader to win government since World War II. <sighs> he grew up in housing commission with a single mum. Ah, oh, shut up. Was the result of a brief fling. Was the result of a brief fling his mother, Marianne, had with an Italian man. Hey, what are you doing there, Johnny? Hey, what are you doing, Aunt? Anthony Albanese, that's, that's my son over there. I had a one-night stand with Marianne. It was a fucking top-notch kind of night. You know what I'm saying? We had a drink and a coffee out of... Nah. Wife Carmel Tebut left him on New Year's Day in 2019 after 30 years marriage. Damn. Carmel... Carmel skin tone, damn you make me look like Nia Long. She wanna go out to eat, but me JD were thinking home. That's what I'm with that Patron. That's what I'm thinking on. Um, Anthony grew up as the son of a single mother who was a disability pensioner, crippled with arthritis. But he had a long held dream. Ah oh, man, what is he going to do for Australia? Come on. Oh, huge pay rise. Coming for millions of Australians after Anthony Albanese claims a historic election win. How am I with time, man? I'm almost at 30 minutes about this shit. Okay. Millions of Australians are set to hu- set to score a huge pay rise after Anthony Albanese's historic election win on Saturday. 
Mr. Albanese will be sworn in as the nation's 31st Prime Minister next week, becoming just the fourth person to lead... Oh, my gosh. What are you... Okay, so you're going to be promising us pay rises. Okay. Actions speak louder than words. I hate it when politicians promise these things and then things never happen. Like, what are some things that are going to directly impact me? You can easily say that, yeah, I'm going to raise fucking the average wage of every Australian in the world. I'm going to help out first home own owners or whatever the fuck. I want to do this. I'm going to do that. I ain't going to see shit. Until, until things are done, I really don't care about none of this. But anyways, let's get into bloody news for hip hop because I'm sick of talking about Australian politics. Okay, let's get let's get let's take a turn. Let's get into some celebrity news. Okay, the hottest goss, <laughs> hottest goss from DailyMail.co.uk. First article: Machine Gun Kelly posts nude photo from set of new stoner comedy Good Morning and jokes he did five whole sit-ups to prepare for this role. Looks like he did none, cause you're just a, he's just skinny. He doesn't look like he did any workout at all. Okay, Machine Gun Kelly fired up his Instagram this Saturday to post an eye-opening naked picture of himself. The 32-year-old rapper, whose real name is Colson Baker. Colson Baker, wow. Colson. Posed for the snap on the set of his new stoner comedy movie, Good Morning. He made sure to hold a small towel. You know... I'm sick of seeing Machine Gun Kelly in the news because he is not a good musician. At least from my opinion. The only song that I like of him is the feature he did with Young Thug on Ecstasy from that album, So Much Fun. But besides that, he just kind of... He made his way back into the spotlight for getting with Megan Fox. Both of them kind of got into the spotlight together from dating each other. And none of it really does nothing. The fiancé of Megan Fox equipped in his caption... I did five whole sit-ups and 200 blunts to prep for my role in Good Morning. Okay, what does that, that condone? That you could become successful by doing five sit-ups and 200 blunts? Come on, bro. Being successful is a lot more than that. I don't want people to think that life is that easy. Kourtney Kardashian puts on very amorous display with Travis Barker as they lock lips on pre-wedding yacht trip on the Italian Riviera ahead of tying the knot tomorrow. Who gives a fuck? They're just a bunch of pair of celebrities that are getting married. It's not even that... Congrats, okay? Congrats, guys. Travis Barker and Kim Kardashian or Kourtney Kardashian. Sarah Hyland and Dylan Sprouse play celebrity breakup consultants in trailer for Amazon rom-com My Fake Boyfriend. I've seen Amazon's selection list for TV shows and it's not that cool. Whoa, that's Dylan Sprouse now. He has aged so much because I remember that bloke in Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. That was one of my favorite TV shows as a kid. What was the theme song of Sweet Life of Zack and Cody again? Sweet Life of of Zach and Cody intro. Damn, because I got a lot of memories with that show. 
Yeah, we're alive. Yeah, here and we're mine. Yes, we are the sweet life. Live some time. You and me come to the sea, so come on down. Bum, bum, see, and you know what to do, so come on down. Dun, dun. You and me, and me and you, there's no place to ourselves. You and me, no good yeah, I remember that shit, man. Damn, he has aged. It's probably that's a rare occasion that a, a childhood superstar becomes famous. I mean, becomes level-headed because a lot of childhood stars end up going crazy. And Sarah Highland, I think that's the chick from Modern Family. Sarah Highland, is that? It is, is that she's, I always found her very beautiful and very attractive. That's good. That's some good stuff. Congratulations, Cole Sprouse. Oh, no, Dylan Sprouse. But that was like one of my favorite shows as a kid. Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Congrats. But Amazon shows, I think everybody's on Netflix. So I'd, I am not going to watch that. But it's good to see him in TV. Um... Justin Long, oh my gosh, Justin Long, names Kate Bosworth as girlfriend for first time as he says he wants to protect their sacred relationship. I've never had anything like this before. That's what he said. If you want to protect your sacred relationship, then probably don't put it out there. That's why I don't bloody post my relationship. Everybody always, what's it called? They always make it sound like they're, their relationship is all flowers and rainbows. But behind closed doors, behind that relationship you put up there on social media, you guys are at each other. Like Larry Bird versus Magic Johnson in the 1980s. Just going at each other. Whacking and smacking and doing all kinds of shit. But yeah, that's why I don't post my damn relationship in public. Yes, she loves you. Because there's ultimately a truth to every relationship. But yeah, I don't think you should have. If you wanted to protect the sacredness of your relationship, I'd say that to keep it off social media. Because I I find it a better way to go about things. I don't have her as a relationship on my Facebook. I don't post photos of her on my Instagram. I don't do nothing. Nobody even knows the name of my missus. (laughs) Take that. Okay. Natalie Portman shows off makeup-free face while rocking a sweatshirt and shorts as she joins a pal for a stroll in Los Angeles. That's good. I always have a... I, th- I think it's a respectable thing if a woman doesn't need to rock makeup because a lot of the times, even if women don't look like they're rocking makeup, they're always putting on something subtle to make up what they have because that's what it is when you look at the term makeup it is to make up for your lack in looks that's the way i see it at least that's why they call it makeup shit i need to make up these cheeks i need to make up these eyebrows i need to make up these eyelashes because at the end of the day you look like a plain potato okay so the 40 year old oscar winner took it easy with a natural makeup-free visage while rocking a sporty, casual look. Yeah, that is a... Yeah, 
she just looks like a typical girl out to get groceries or something. Very cool. Very commendable. I like that. Okay, Emmy Rossum. Who's Emmy Rossum? Emmy Rossum reveals she nearly gave birth in Uber en route to hospital as she begged very conscientious driver to go, 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 go on yellow light. Fuck, imagine being an Uber driver and out of nowhere, the girl that you're transporting is about to give birth. I'll be like, fuck, man. I, I was just going about my day. And now I gotta fucking take this random woman out to give birth. This isn't... I need a pay rise. Emmy Rossum revealed that she nearly gave birth during her Uber drive to the hospital in May of last year. The 35-year-old actress shares her 11-month-old daughter, Samantha, with her husband, Sam Esmail, who created Mr. Robot. I don't even know what the fuck that is. And this week, during an appearance on Live with Callie and Ryan, she shared that the way her labor unfolded almost caused her to live out my worst nightmare. She had visualized herself clinging to the grab handle over a door. I ended up getting a lovely and very conscientious Uber driver, which is not what you want when you're in labor. The shameless star recalled. I want to go. Like, if it's an orange, just take that as a green and go. Yeah, fuck that, man. You're going to be risking other people's life to give birth to one life. Plus, you're risking your own lives. I guess when girls... I guess when women give birth... I, that's something that us men would never understand because that's something that is completely unique to females. You know what I'm saying? I mean, shit. Us males, we, we, go, through, we go through our pain, but not a human being coming out of our genitals. That's just a little bit extreme. Okay. Yeah, man. Fuck. Women go through struggles. I mean... That's where I can sympathize over women. There's like a couple of days out of the month where you're just in excruciating pain. Where us us men go about bouncing off the walls, fucking talking about anime and cartoons while you're there. Oh, no. It just really, it's really painful, you know. That sucks. Plus, you give birth. You're the reason as to why we're all here on this planet. We must protect you as men. But okay. John Legend goes casual cool in a Gucci hoodie as he helps four-year-old son Miles prepare for T-ball game in Los Angeles. John Legend is a legend. And he also looks like a, a teddy bear. I met, he said, Right in the thick of love, at times we get sick of love, it seems like we argue every day. I know I misbehave and you made your mistakes and me... He's got, yeah, I haven't really heard him make, um, oh, he's got that song. I give you all of me. But other than that, yeah, congratulations, mate. Can live a pretty humble lifestyle despite the fact that he is famous. Okay. Chris Jenner rocks sheer star print maxi dress. At Dolce & Gabbana. Okay, let's see her outfit. Chris Jenner. Is her last name still Jenner? This is the mother of the Kardashians. Oh, man. She looks like a Christmas tree. That's, that's too much. 
if I was if I was one of her children, I'd be like, Mom, please, don't wear that. You look fucking stupid. But then again, she is the queen of all queens because she's the mother of all the Kardashians. But anyways, guys, I'm fucking sick of talking. I'm tired. My throat hurts. It was a struggle to do this episode because, uh, yeah, my throat hurts really badly. But, you know, I do it for the people. But anyways, guys, I hope you have a good week. I hope you're eating healthy and I hope you're staying warm because it is cold. Be tr- And tune in for my Thursday episodes of the Bookworm Podcast. Thank you for listening and God bless.